Previously on Ernest Hemingway's A Farewell to Magic, I am in fact the world's only fighting librarian. I am bound on an errand of secrecy to the library upstairs. This sea creature has hounded and harassed the good folks who would use this library for years, and its reign of terror ends today. The creature reaches up and uh, pulls the visor up on their helmet, and you realize that it's an ooze inside of a suit of armor. And then they say, My name is Optimal Slime. I will protect you as I am able. Just be careful in there. And without another word, they close their helmet and walk, and uh, they do a little push on the door, and the door opens. Incredible. Yeah, Fisher is immediately like sort of like striding in. Yeah, Trouble will draw his rapier and follow suit. Yeah, I'm coming with. Vincent goes, Once we get all right, in. let's go kill us a seat, and then just barks in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get inside this library, Red goes, Oh, wait, we've had some mishaps. We are supposed to let Vincent go first. Is Vincent in a state to go first? (laughs) Throwing up helps sober him up. He's feeling a little better now. Um, Actually, I have a question. Um, So, given the thing that I got um, whenever I rolled for a magic item... Do, do you think that it could officially efficiently work as like a hangover cure or like whatever whatever like a the 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 end point of what a drug like trip would be? I I will allow that in this case. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've got like a little. Did you get magic Advil? Uh, I got I got magic ointment actually. Um, uh, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna like uh shuffle into my bag. I've got like a little messenger bag on the side. And uh, get out, like, a little, like, balm ointment thing. Take out, like, a little, like, dip out a little finger. And then just sort of, like, go behind him. Sort of pat him on the face. Uh, and it should be, like, technically it's, like, a cure disease. He's his poison kind of thing. So I guess it kind of works. Um, and I think you should be fine now. Oh, thanks, little fish person. You're not so bad after all. You thought I was bad? <laughs> I mean... I did say I was going to flush you down a toilet. You did say that. You did say that. <laughs> You're all right. All right, Vince, you go ahead and walk first. All right. My turn and I will walk that way into the library. Okay. Well, you find yourself in this short little, like, anteroom hallway sort of thing. There are little columns or plinths that have uh, little busts of famous authors on them. Unfortunately, some of these are kind of broken or they've been time hasn't been kind to of them so it's kind of hard to make out make out who they are uh the floor is covered in debris so there's a lot of books rotted books there's seaweed it there's uh fish bones it's just a horrible situation all up in this all up in this place ahead of you the passage opens up to the library proper and you can see row upon row of bookshelves stretching out. You also see above you 
the ceiling changes as well, so that it's actually a completely glass-domed ceiling. And you can look up at the ocean, and there are places where the floor is glass, and you can look below. And you see Optimal Slime trudging his way into these rows of bookshelves. So what are the read on the books, um, like, on either side um, that we're getting, like, as we're just sort of, like, walking down? Like, I want to try and get as many, like, titles uh, as possible. And I, you don't have to make them up. You can just tell me, like, the genre or something. I don't want to be that guy. Um, but I do, I, I, I am, like, observing literally every single book that we pass by. Sure, I can, I can do that. Um, so you appear to have started in the nonfiction section. So there's a guide to Mushrooms of Ransheim on one side. There's also a history of dwarvish art, sort of on a, in a different column. There's L. Ron Hubbard's Dianet. No, uh, there's... Uh, <laughs> so you start at nonfiction, then it kind of goes into art and art history. And, and then there's then... an atlas, and you just shrug at it. Ah, true, 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 true. Ugh, Ayn Rand. <laughs> no, it was an atlas, and atlas Fisher shrugged. really wasn't into it. Yeah, it's like, eh, I don't need eh. this. Not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. And then there's an area of fiction. So you pass by thrillers. You pass by ro- romantic books, and you're basically the only genre that you haven't covered yet is history proper. Does that does that help? You said yeah. The, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am like getting as many like book titles as I possibly can, just sort of like things that look even like remotely interesting, and I'm writing them down in my little notebook. What about the rest of you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm Kitty's just listening trying to see if she can hear anything or see anything that will lead us to both find the sea monster and maybe give us an idea of what kind of sea monster is in here. Okay. Yeah, same same with Vincent, just kind of patrolling. Okay. Staying near the front of the pack, keeping an eye out. Looking out for magical or sea monster-y Um, Those of you who want to, go ahead and roll nature. Natural yeah, one. I- I got a 19. So, four. Okay, so we got a 19, a 21, a four. And a four. But one of those is a natural one. Yeah, it's one plus three. Okay. So, those of you who didn't roll that, you might not be able to point to a specific creature, but you do notice that in certain places, it almost looks like there's some sort of gelatinous slime on the floor that looks like it might have been from a creature for uh, those of you that rolled a four like... you don't see shit not we so much shit. <laughs> i told you to comb the desert for them those of you that rolled a four are less lucky and kitty you actually step in a massive pool of slime so you get to spend at least some time cleaning that off now, here's a question, just a gameplay question. Are you all going to split up and look through the library, or are you all going to stay as a group? Well, I, f- I feel like we- we'd each be taking, like, a row, you know? But not, like, going off. In my mind, we're not going off. Red to, like... would really love to have both Fisher and uh, Treble within his line of sight. <laughs> yeah, because he's I, worried I was about, about their say, well-being. Yeah. 
I was about to say, uh, Fisher's gonna try and, like, uh, not, like, stay, stay in the area, but, like, sort of just, like, sort of walk around and investigate, uh, as much as she can, just about, like, the surroundings. This is a place that I don't think that she's been, um, ever, and so it's, like, all new and exciting to her, um, so she's just sort of, like, wandering off, just taking as many notes as she possibly can. So Treble, as he's kind of, he's also kind of following through, but he's also, as he walks, is reciting a poem that he wrote. And he says, into the library we go, slowly to slay our foe. A monster so heinous, we will kick his anus. Followed closely <laughs> by an ooze, through the aisles we peruse, seeking to find information we need to help our friend get freed. We know not what's ahead. Hopefully I don't end up dead. Vincent is here and will kill. Hunting sea monsters. What a thrill. And I cast Bardic Inspiration on the three assholes who are in my party. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad, not, I'm glad to not be considered an asshole, actually. Yeah. Well. You did still have to listen to that. It's true. Yeah. I did. You got that, that nothing. Was, I take I take psychic damage instead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. No. And then once that's done, he's just kind of walking through at a at a good pace, not going too far from any one person. Just kind of making sure everybody's kind of close. Okay. Uh, at this point, I should also say this is like a massive warehouse-sized space. So oh boy. this is quite a bit larger than the library you were just in. The rows go on for quite a ways, just to try and, and give you a sense of scale. So we may need to split up. I'm not, I'm not saying that to force the party to split up. I'm just saying it to kind of give a sense of scale. While you all are, I guess, investigating here, you do hear at one point the sound of it might be a sword being drawn. And you hear the sound of metal on metal. Inside or outside? Uh, uh, roll perception. I would love to. Yikes, Scoob. Thanks for asking. I'm scared. Uh, 15 plus 4, that's a 19. It's inside. Oh, great. <laughs> is it optimal prime? The call's coming from inside the house. The is, is it optimal slime? You don't know. Uh, can I see him? Nope. I want to investigate it. Uh, I'm so sorry. Optimal guys. Slime did not wait for any of you. I am gonna. I am going to like sort of sneak my way into the area to try and see if it's Optimal Slime or if it is the aforementioned um, creature. Go ahead and roll stealth then. Cool. I seventeen plus five twenty two. I do not normally roll this well, so I'm living on cloud nine right now. By the way. <laughs> I was gonna say that I try to follow, but I can't. There's no way that my perception's high enough to follow that. <laughs> okay, so Fisher, you're able to sneak forward um, probably 20 or so rows. The sound becomes louder. And then another 10 rows after that, you actually get to the point where you can see what's going on. Okay. And you see Optimal Slime engaged in combat with another individual in armor. But you do hear Optimal Slime say, I can't believe I found you here too, as they're, as they're battling sword on sword. And the, I, the, from what you can see, Fisher, this person is, is garbed in maybe a black or 
purpley sheen of armor. I'm going to stick in the area uh, while everyone else looks for this book, and I'm just going to keep an eye on this and get any extra information that I can. Okay. What about the rest of you? Uh, Kitty is just, like I said, she's just, well, now she's cleaned her shoe off, and she's continuing to look for anything. Does she hear that, the guy say that? Uh, you You don't hear it specifically you do hear the sound of a voice because it is said at a yell but you don't hear specifically what was said so yeah she's just gonna continue deeper in red realizes that he has lost sight of the child he was trying to make sure didn't die um so he's now frantically looking for fisher listen and vincent's probably gonna go towards the voices to see okay see what that that's all about are you sneaking or are you just going? Just going. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go with them. As you get closer, the sound actually stops and you hear the sound of metal clattering on the floor. And when you round the corner, you see the uh, that uh, optimal slime is down on one knee and is clutching their chest. And their, their sword has fallen from their grasp. And there's nobody else around? Not that you can see. Optimal, I guess I'll run over happened? to check on Optimal Slime. Can I see what happened? Because I've been looking this entire time. Correct. So you would have seen that this other figure parried one of Optimal Slime's sword attacks and then gave him a really deep slash across the chest. Ooh. And then sheathed their sword and ran further into the library. Ooh, Okay. I think we're checking on him to figure out what happened. And also, if he looks like he's dying, I'll do something about that. So if you come up to him, he will recognize you. And he's like, hello. Unfortunately, I thought there was just a sea monster to worry about. But my ancient nemesis is here, too. Uh, who, who's that? An ancient ooze of divine malevolence. Gigagunk! <laughs> there's a little bit of a gasp but fisher is still in stealth so no one could hear it well i guess unless you're kitty because you've got a passive of like i see everything giga gunk giga gunk (laughs) okay so her uh vincent's gonna turn to optimal slime and say which way did it go he went further that way. And he points toward he points towards a sign that says uh, magic on the top of it. So let me say restrooms. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, concessions. Uh, be careful when dealing with Gigagunk. He's more than meets the eye. This. I promise that's the last. That's no, the last. This is great. Actually. No, no, it was good. It was good. I'm a good. So... I'm a good pun enjoyer. I'm a big pun enjoyer. It was good. It's a whole toy themed guest segment, and I I enjoy. Actually, I think I understand what you were talking about now. Whenever you were, whenever I mentioned my character in the toy store, you're like, actually, I have a couple of things that could work with this. I think I understand that. <laughs> yep. It's all adding up. All right, Vincent's gonna run after uh, Gigagunk. Yeah, I'm going to follow suit. Can I check on Slime and see how he's doing, health-wise? You can. However, you see that he reaches into a pouch at his side 
and pulls out what you would now recognize as a holy symbol. By putting a hand on his chest, you see a little pulse of blue light. As much as a, as an ooze can look revitalized, uh, he looks a little bit better than he did before. Looks a little greener than before. He looks a little... Red makes a note of this and like sort of like thinks to himself, like, I need to train under this ooze <laughs> this person this one person that i've now met because i've been a paladin for all of a day and a half has shown me that i uh yeah <laughs> is the one holy person that i've ever seen so i must train under this one person this is a very capable person and i've been a paladin for two hours Oh, that would have been a good opportunity. Some sort of to the red tabaxi or the the magenta tabaxi. Since the slime looks okay, I am going to follow after the people who are trying to hunt the bad guy. Okay. So, in following after them or following after him rather, you hear the sound of running and then silence. And if you go a few more rows, uh, you find an empty suit of armor. My complete bad. I also, um, I forgot to mention that I'm also um, going with, as soon as I see the other guy run away, um, and I hear Gigagunk, god damn it, um, <laughs> I hear Gigagunk, I'm going to start going in the direction that Gigagunk is going as well to investigate. Also, uh, because I forgot... You said following the clues. Um, I am actually going to do a little bit of a, a spell here for a second, if you don't mind. So I'm going to cast Find Familiar. Right next to me, um, sort of like uh, hopping along right next to me, is a sea dog. And I go, okay, Shlooby Roo, let's go look for these clues. And then I'm going to start oh going. Oh my god. Does it mean a seal? <laughs> the just a seal? Yeah. Seals are just dog mermaids, pretty much. Yeah, no, uh... I, I wanted to use the phrasing sea dog specifically because it has the word dog in it. But yes, it is a seal. <laughs> it's a shlooby roo. Shlooby roo. Shlooby roo. Shlooby roo. Uh, and I am going to also, I'm just going to keep going. I just, you know, why not? It, we, we just needed, needed that. We needed our clue hunting friends with us. Um, yeah, and I think, I think shlooby roo is also going to like sort of take the other side and like we're going to like try and like try and find where where uh giga gunk is okay so we, f we find the empty armor so vincent's gonna turn and go he must be running around here naked he's some kind of pervert <laughs> <laughs> oh vincent i miss herman but you are really a, a treasure oh my gosh <laughs> Either that or he's maybe also an ooze, and so we need to keep an eye out for an ooze. So I'm going to continue to, like, walk the... Carefully walk through, the, looking, like, on the ceiling specifically to uh, trying to find this ooze. Okay. Uh, real perception. A new dice gives me better results. A 16. Well, it can't be much worse after... After their, your most recent experience, so... Sorry, did you say 13? Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you don't see ooze anywhere. Uh, 
But you do see a couple of, like, the same slimy sludge on the ground. So it looks like it might have passed that way. Follow that sludge. Follow the trail of sludge. Just follow the spiders. Um, Why did it have to be spiders? Why couldn't it have been butterflies? As you get further into this library, you do start to hear another sound, which is concerning for a couple of reasons, and it's the sound of water pouring over or onto something. And you reach a gap in the in the rows of bookshelves, and you see that uh, on one of the walls, because the walls are all glass, one of the walls is cracked, and water is seeping in. All around the hole where the water is seeping in, there is a green gelatinous substance almost like something forced its way in. Is there any kind of check we can do on this substance to figure out more about it? If it's poisonous? You know, there there is, but you're from. not going to like it. Is it to eat it? No, it's nature. Oh, I'm not that bad at nature. I know it's intelligence, but... 11? Uh, well, you're pretty sure that it's toxic, but beyond okay. that, you couldn't say. Toxic to eat or toxic to touch? Yes. Just All right, nobody touch this. This seems bad. Poisonous stuff over here. Yeah, that'll that'll show them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the best I can do. Do, uh, Does anyone else want to roll nature? Um, or, Or I will allow animal handling. I'll try animal handling. God. Ten. At the risk of making a bad pun, no dice. No luck on ten. Hey, how is Shlooby Roo doing with base? <laughs> how are they getting along I, together? I think, I think that Shlooby Roo is actually... I've, I've made sure that um, he's sort of, like, further away so he can get, like, a better um, gauge on, like, a further amount. Um, just so we, we don't have to effectively split the party and I can just Perfect. send my little guy out there. Um, but later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Base is, base is eyeballing him, like side eyeing him heavily. But if, if he keeps his distance, he's fine. He's a very well betrayed, uh, uh, behaved boy. So yes, he'll be fine for now. Okay, so you've located what may very well be the entry point for whatever creature this is. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I want to fight it. Where is it at? Come at me, bro. I mean... <laughs> He's yelling that out loud. Come at me, bro! Yeah, I yell that into the ether. <sighs> okay, uh... <laughs> I'm just going to take a minute to massage my temples. Uh, it's just a thing. I... This is what I do to Henry just every session. And I've told you before, and I'll say it again. Every campaign needs a magical twink that fucks up the DM's plans. And that's me. True. Yeah. No. Uh, speaking yeah. from experience. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was that. Yes. <laughs> I have been this many, many times. <laughs> Okay, well, somehow I think my head will still hurt. Uh, So here's what we're going to do then. 
you don't know what the creature is, and you don't know where it is. How are you planning to utilize your familiar? So, um, what I'm wanting is, first of all, where. The where is the more important thing for me right now. Um, because whenever we figure out where, we can figure out what. Um, so, uh, Shlubi, uh, maybe I have uh, written myself into a corner now. Um, Shlubi Roo is like looking pretty much throughout the entire place, um, just trying to find a location first and foremost. So we don't effectively have to split the party and Shlubi can just like magic back and it'll be fine. So I'm looking for a location. That is what I, that, that I've said all that to say Shlubi is looking for a location. Then go ahead and have the seal roll investigation. Cool. Sounds good to me. Oof. <laughs> and just to make sure investigation is uh, an intelligence. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Can the seal roll perception That is a... Can, can the seal roll a in, uh, perception instead? No. Damn it. Yeah, no. Okay, that's a four minus three, which makes that a one. Uh, not natural one, but it's still a one. Okay. Shloopy's in unfamiliar territory. It's fine. Uh, he's, he's got, um, he's got cold feet. It's fine. Um, go ahead and have, have, have your, have your sea dog make a dexterity save. Oh. Oh no. Oh no, not Shloopy Roo. Dexterity save? I don't think I can, yeah, there's no save for this. Okay, that's a 16. 15 plus 1. Perhaps by some quirk of some quirk or sixth sense, uh, your familiar anticipates what's coming because without warning, a transparent ooze leaps out from like the bottom row of a shelf and attempts to grapple Shlooby. Oh right. You can from, just call from the Latin Shlooby. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you, you, can, you can just you can just call him Rue. Honestly, it is a hard word. It's a tongue twister. Okay, so this ooze this ooze jumps out, tries to grapple Shlo- Shlooby. Shlooby. This is I'm fun. I'm so sorry. I'm this so This is so sorry. fun. I need Henry to pronounce the full name every time. Shlooby Rue. Oh, you mean Shlooby Rue. Shlooby Roo. Shlooby Roo. Yeah. There you go, my bud. I love how Henry is already struggling with pronouncing things at random today. Shlooby <laughs> <laughs> Roo. Yeah, I don't know what happened on that on that score today. It's just not been a not been a good word day for me. Um, yeah. Okay. So this ooze, as much as an ooze can jump out at you, it does and tries to grapple. Uh, the familiar and <laughs> thought about it, then immediately ignored it. Just gonna gonna circumvent that entirely. And uh, as much as an ooze can run, it starts squelching away from all of you. But we can see it now. Yeah, it's a little hard to see, but it you you can still see it. I want to blast it. Yeah, can I make an attack? Blast it! All of you, or go ahead and roll initiative, I guess. All right. Straight up one. So. <laughs> <Ka>! Yes. <laughs> I got a seven. 
How did I roll the best? Twenty one. Nine. Okay. Listen, when I took when I took Paladin, I put my Dex score down in order to put my Strength score up. Um, because how far away is this like ooze? I mean, probably about twenty feet. I'm assuming that that Shlubiru didn't make it too far. So. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So. Was 21 the highest then? Yes. Okay. Are you wanting to attack or just do... Yeah. Um, what do you want to do here? I'm going to hold my action. Yeah, because I don't really I don't really see a reason to do any attacking yet. I, I don't normally do attacking. Fair enough. Then who had next? Uh, I did. I was at nine. All right. I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave. So I'm gonna draw my rapier, run up, run up like as close as I can to him, and cast Thunder Wave. Uh, and it needs to make a Constitution saving throw. Yeah, how constituted is this slime? How oh, indeed. Yeah, how much fiber is in this diet? I feel like Thunder Wave would look really cool in a library. Just a bunch of books fly off the shelves. <laughs> so, yes. did you say make a concert? Rare and magical books. Yes, correct. Okay. That is a 21. Uh, that is a success. Uh, so you take five damage, or it takes five damage, and any unsecured object within the area, so within 15 feet of me, are pushed. So a lot of books are flown off the shelf. Okay, so if they're pushed, that would also mean you could potentially knock over a shelf. Uh, which could have, like, a dominoes effect. Depends on how flimsy these shelves are. So we need the constitution, we need the shelves to make a constitution save, then? Oh, of course. Let me pull up that stat block right quick. Uh, <laughs> the shelves have constitutions? They just have yeah, they're, they're more charisma-based, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, it rolled a 14, <laughs> I don't know, is, I don't know why is, you get to roll for a shelf, tied. but I love that you did, and well done, shelf. It's a good shelf. It's a good it's shelf. A good shelf. So you knock a bunch of books off, the shelf shakes but doesn't fall over. That's no IKEA shelf. That's a it's a sturdy shelf. That's a locally sourced, responsibly raised shelf. Trevor's like, is that the pine? Is that the, <laughs> the oak? Go ahead, next person. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast it. That's a 21 to hit. That'll hit. That is 12 damage. Okay. So you get two now at level, because at level five, don't you get two Eldritch Blasts? Uh, yeah, actually I do. Do I need to roll to hit for both of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 12 damage on the first one, and then the second one is a 16 to hit. That will hit. Okay. And that is a... Six damage. So, yeah, that is my thing that I have done. Let's see if I have any bonus stuff to do. No, I don't think so. No. We're good. The ooze is going to straighten itself up slightly... 
And all of you make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom? From ooze? Oh boy. It's not just any ooze. Um, okay. I can't roll for shit. I got a. F- I decided to roll on D and D Beyond because I was like, maybe that will give that. me a good roll. I got I a four. That. Yeah. Got a four. <laughs> yes, you did. Got a, I got a fucking. Oh, okay. Um, four. So I rolled very well. Um, so my total is two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've got a plus one. Oh. So, oh, so naturally, you're that so great. naturally, I've done a very good job right now you don't today. say okay yeah okay. i don't okay. i don't say so I, it doesn't exist got a 12 i don't know if that's good but it is what i got each of you that rolled below a 14 so everybody except for herman oh, uh God. you are now frightened of... oh that's funny i actually can't be frightened when i'm in rage wait is this a spell or a magical effect it's a natural ability because of the creature's class, so... Damn it. Because I realized that this might have helped a long time ago, but uh, I have advantage against spells and other magical effects. Uh-huh. So that's cool. Okay. And you can't think of any other time in... That in, would have been... You know, <laughs> you know... Any other time you know, we've ever Mistakes were made, Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, ju- I just got that with my with my new level up. That's that's, that's, what that's, that's your spin, huh? Race race characteristics yeah. work, but that's fine. Yeah, it's that's yeah, fine. It's fine. Um, okay, so a- a- as it does this, you feel this pulse of energy go through you, and then you just feel fear in looking at this ooze. The ooze is going to draw itself up and attempt to hit with its hand. So that's going to be to hit. Oh, that's a 23 to hit. Oh, that will hit. Treble, what did we tell you? (laughs) And that's going to be 17 necrotic damage. Jesus. It hurts. It hurts. And it's going to hit again. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, but okay. this time it only rolled an 8, so I think that misses. Oh, thank God that misses. Oh, uh, and that is the ooze's turn, so I believe Kitty is next. Um, great. I would like to cry. Um, no. Uh, I want it to do a insightful fighting check, so it has to roll a deception against... My insight. Okay. That is a 18. Yeah, I rolled a 10. It's okay. I'm still going to try to shoot it, which I have disadvantage, correct? Because I'm scared of it. Uh, yes. Okay. I'd like you to know that I rolled a natural 20. Ooh. Well, well. But, but <laughs> the other the other dice it was a two, so a six. Oh shit, <laughs> that I forgot. Will miss. No, an eight an eight to hit, sorry, an eight to hit. It will still miss, but it is a little closer. Great. Um I'm gonna move because we were all about twenty feet away from it. I'm just gonna move ten feet back so that I'm thirty feet away from it. And that's the end of my turn. That was useless. 
Do I get to save against Frightened? Do I get to um, it? That's a good question, it, actually. I don't. It, am I just frightened forever? It's for the next minute. I don't get to make any saves at, at the end of my turn. If it moves more than 30 feet from you, you can attempt another saving throw. So I guess. I'm 30 feet from it. <laughs> yeah, so I will say yes, you can yeah, make another saving baby. throw. Since you moved away. Yeah, but not this. Alright, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I rolled a 19 this time. I mean, that's so. sufficient. You needed to beat a 14, so. Great. I'm not frightened anymore. Still frightened in real life, though. <laughs> okay. Um, Live my life terrified. Yep. Uh, who is next? Me. I think I'm last. I, I think I'm the last to go. Okay. So I'm going to run up, uh, and I'm going to basically stop alongside Treble. And throw my lightning javelin. I say, eat lightning bolt, pervert! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, get him. And I roll a natural one. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Oh no! Um. I the lightning just like that. fries all your clothes off so you look like a pervert because well, you're the one standing there naked. Just trip and myself on my fucking javelin. Well, I was going to say either maybe you throw it near your foot so that you get a little zapped or uh, or maybe it sets your clothing on fire partially. It's like normally I throw it and then activate the lightning, but this time I actually activated the lightning first and electrocuted myself. <laughs> actually, I do really like that. Uh, go ahead and roll a d10, and I guess take half that if you're en- enraged. Uh, yeah, uh, three. Well, ha- six. So. Okay, yeah, take take three then. At this point, you hear from from or I guess is that all you wanted to do in your turn? Uh, I mean, technically, I can attack twice. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to do something else, you can. <laughs> um, is, can I still grab my javelin though, even though I threw it? Oh, I didn't even think that you threw it. I thought that you like you were so eager to throw it that you like triggered the lightning effect first and like held on to it so it acted like a Perfect. lightning rod. Yeah, I guess that's true. If I was electrocuted, I couldn't let go of it anyway. I had to let go of it. My muscle uh, electricity would flex, flex my muscles. All right, let's try this again. Four. <laughs> oh, oh man. Nah, <laughs> plus something, but still not very good. Yeah. Uh, no, no yeah. luck there. Actually, I'm plus afraid. seven, so it would be eleven. But yeah. Oh, eleven. I guess my hit DC is plus seven. Uh, that'll hit then. If you <laughs> really eleven will hit. Holy crap! Eleven will hit. Ooh, it's not very dexterous. Okay, so I don't think I think I only get one charge for electricity, and we wasted that. So it's just a one D six plus four. Okay. Five, so nine. Hey, that'll work. Okay. It's something. Yeah, it's something. At this point, you hear a roar from behind you, and joining you with big metallic steps comes Optimal Slime. And they cross in front, and in an instant, their sword becomes a flaming sword, and they will make two slices across this ooze. And they rolled an 18 and a 25, respectively, for a grand total of 20 damage. As they're slashing, you hear Slime say, Your reign of terror ends today. 
Nice. Red wonders if he is attracted to a slime or if he wants to be a slime. <laughs> well, I didn't expect to hear that today, but... Uh, well, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, he didn't expect to have to think about that today. That's, but uh, that's the state of the game, folks. So uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it would be Treble's turn, I think. No, it's... Uh, it's Fisher's, I believe. Um, oh, it's Fisher's turn, right. Pardon me. Um, yeah, because I, I just ended up not taking my action last time, which right. is fine. I don't care. Um, okay, so uh, full disclosure, um, I don't know how your uh, natural 20, um, natural 1 system works. Um, do I have any extra stuff because I rolled a natural 1 to get frightened? Um, like, do I have to take everything at, like, obviously I have to take everything at disadvantage, but, like, is there any other stuff additionally? I want to make sure that I'm playing the game right as much as I don't want to ask. No, it's more like Henry just feels like, oh, you fucked up real good, here's extra stuff, and other times it's just, uh, sucks. Yeah, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't try to be too punitive with stuff like cool. that. It's just sometimes fun to fuck with. Sometimes it's fun. Um, Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes we just want to fuck with Nate specifically. Not going to lie, I love rolling natural ones. I think it's hilarious. He goes, oh, I fucked up so hard. What have you done to me? (laughs) Do your worst. That's so good. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure that, like, it wasn't, like, anything extra. Cool. In that case, um, I, uh, first of all, uh, Shalubiru uh, jumps comedically into my arms. Um, and starts to shiver and with fear. Of course. Um, and uh, second of all, um, I think I'm going to take this opportunity because uh, they're lo- they're pretty much locked in combat. Uh, Giga Gunk and Optimal Slime, right? That is correct. Okay, um, I'm going to take this opportunity then uh, to. Yeah, I-, I think what I'm just going to end up doing is I'm going to. Uh, just behind, uh, try and, uh, get out my, my short sword that I have, um, that is, looks, it looks like a toy sword, um, uh, but functions like a regular short sword, um, and I'm going to go ahead and do, like, a little bit of a stab while it's locked, like, sort of sneaking behind. Okay. If that is possible. I will, I will allow it, yeah. Wonderful, cool. Um, in that case, uh, that is going to be, six, that's an eleven? Six plus five? That will hit. Is that with yes. the disadvantage? Um, that is not with a disadvantage. No. I got a higher. I got actually. I got a seven for the second. Uh, time, actually, so. then it'll still hit then if eleven's cool. your your highest. So, go ahead and roll for damage. Sick. Okay. Um. Uh, that is going to be a two plus two, which is four. So do you get sneak attack? Um, I do not get sneak attack, no. Um, You're not a rogue. I am a rogue. Uh, you however, should get sneak attack then because the, he's in uh, Giga Gunk. Is oh, I in... do. Yeah, and it's three extra 3d6 uh, damage uh, too. Because he's, so. he is engaged in combat. With that is true. Allies. Sorry. I, it's uh, For some reason, sneak attack is at the very bottom of my traits as opposed to the top, and it's normally. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's I think so we actually. Stupid. I think are you're a rogue too, right? Yes. I think we have I. the. I think we are the exact same type of rogue too. Are you an inquisitive rogue? Yeah, because you said you yeah. said insightful fighting, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, baby. Oh, sick, cool. Um, man, I really am a younger you, aren't I? Um, in yeah, that baby. case, um, 
that is um an so it's three d six extra damage. So uh, that's a four plus. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13. I can't say that the ooze looks wounded, but, uh, whatever. It, the ooze looks wounded. Uh. How, how it looks wounded is up to your individual yeah. imagination. It's a theater of the mind. Theater sort of, of the mind, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, like, a very quick stab, um, and then I'm going to bonus action disengage. Or hide, I guess. Okay. Um, because I'm still scared. Um, so like, I'm I'm in the area. I stab, and then I immediately run away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that works. Um, who is next? That would be me. Okay. I'm gonna do what a new trick that I have. Someone to stab uh, with my rapier. It's going to be uh, 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that's going to be 12 damage. Okay. So I'm going to use, as a bonus action, I'm going to use my second wind. Okay. Which is, gives me 1d10 plus 2 HP. Okay. So, ooh, some, a 9 HP back. Much needed, much needed. And then I'm going to use my action surge, which allows me to uh, make another attack. So I'm going to yay another attack. And that's going to be an 18. That'll hit. To hit. And... Wow. It's another 12. Rolled three sevens in a row. So 12 damage. 12 damage, yep. Okay, that's gonna kill it. Do you have any words you want to say? It's like Nickelodeon in here. There's <laughs> lots of slime on the floor. And I stab him. Dear God. <laughs> I think this is gonna be one of the few recorded instances where I personally take psychic damage. But we're still looking for a sea monster, aren't we? Most assuredly. Um, at this point, uh, are we we're, are we out of initiative? You are out of initiative, yeah. Uh, then I'm going to very coolly walk uh, from behind the bookshelf with which I was hiding um, and go, see, that was easy. <laughs> Red gives you a thumbs up and goes, good, good job, Fisher. Hey, thanks. I um, haven't used it yet. Uh, and she like gestures to like the what again looks to be a toy store toy sword. Uh, most assuredly is not a fucking toy sword. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me take down my ancient foe. Your kindness will be long remembered. So do we need to like help you with the sea monster, or you got that kind of can thing, we just... and we can describe our book and go? Yeah, yeah. We that I it. leave up to you. I am still bound by an oath of honor to the library. And I always return things to the library. <laughs> Are you taking apprentices by chance? That depends. Red, we don't have time for you to just... No. <laughs> I say we get our book and get out of here. If you like, you can join our alliance. 
and he pulls out a little business card. And on it is written the word sludge with each letter separated by a dot. I am a member of the society sludge. Solids, liquids, undying, demons, genies, and elementals. Ah, shit, I'm none of those. You're a solid, aren't you? Oh, I am solid. You're right. Uh, yeah, Fisher's gonna like put a hand on Red's shoulder, like a just to make sure. <laughs> and then gets a thumbs up. <laughs> I I guess I never thought of myself as solid, but uh, yeah, I, you know that was small-minded of me. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but that is okay. All of our minds start small. But every now and again, we have big brain moments. Now I must go. It has been a pleasure meeting you. I hope that you return to your local library. With honor. He's going to do kind of a cool flourish with his sword, put it back in its sheath, and go elsewhere. Does the flourish sound like the Transformer transforming sound? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Exits uh, the plot. We we were sent here by Muir... Muriel, we're looking for a book. Could you That's uh, not before you wander off and uh, oh, okay. <laughs> her name definitely wasn't Muriel. Wait, you were sent by Mildred? Yeah, that <laughs> there lady. You go. I, I Mildred agree. is one of great honor. I agree. If you were sent by Mildred, I will assist you. Thank you. We're looking for a book about magic telephones. Hmm. Magic telephones, you say? Yep. More like interdimensional communication, interplanar communication. That sounds uh, complicated. <laughs> that sounds like it would belong in that section over there. And he points. He points. <laughs> Just a label that says that complicated things. <laughs> Damn it! This section is actually what I was gonna say is he points. He points at a sign that says "content found in the next episode." Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. Your cast this week was Ambrosia as Fisher Bryce, Jordan Fugit as Treble. Nathan Pierce as Herman Cranberry, Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty Bradley, Dan Rogland as Red, and Henry Rogland was our Dungeon Master. All of our artwork was done by Ashley Meisner Terran, and our intro music was done by Alex Hills. We have one more episode in which we're joined by Ambrosia. I'm very excited for you all to see the conclusion of this series. It's been a lot of fun to record. We're looking forward to future endeavors with Ambrosia. In the meantime, our next episode is coming at you May 12th. We look forward to seeing you then. Shlooby, shlooby, roo. Where are you? Got some monsters to fight.